0: Today on the GYST podcast, we take a look at excuses and specifically we compare, are they internal reasons or external reasons? Hello everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the GYST podcast. Wait, I messed up, didn't I? I did. Oh, my goodness. Take two. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your... Shit. ...together. Man, Glenn, you would think like 200 plus episodes in, I'd have it down by now.
1: You would think. Man,
0: that was bad, huh?
1: That's a... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. okay so uh glenn thank you for for uh for being here today
1: oh i'm always happy to be here
0: yeah uh i i like this episode um because i feel like it's one that will when people take a look at it they will recognize that they've possibly been involved in this type of behavior so ladies and gentlemen when when i'm in the seminar environment, one of the things that I always talk about is we all have a backpack full of excuses. And in, in the seminar environment, I've, I've got like this, this fake, you know, metaphorical backpack that we all carry that, uh, is full of excuses. So if, if you're running late, let me just reach back there and I'm going to pull out, "Mm, this one says traffic. I was stuck in traffic or, you know, there's, there's construction or the person driving in front of me was slow. Or, you know, all these things that I'm going to say, I've got with me at all times. So regardless of its if it's work-related, uh, here's why I didn't turn in my report on time. It's because of all these external things. Or here's why I was late. All these external things. Here's why I forgot your birthday. All these external things. But how often do we look internally and say, you're right, I messed up. Here we go. So that's what I want to talk about today. So, Glenn, the first thing I'm going to do is tell a scenario, and I want you to tell me honestly, like 100% honestly, what you think, your your internal conversation that you have with yourself. Good to go? Okay. Hit me. All right. So let's say I'm supposed to meet you at the movie theater at 4. I show up at 4.20, and, and let's just say the movie doesn't start till 4:30. So movie starts at 4:30. I told you I would meet you there at four. 4:20 I roll in, and I'm like, oh, sorry about that. Glenn, I just ran into traffic. What do you think?
1: Well, first off, I'm already sitting in the seat. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Aside from that, you know, just you know, play along I, here.
1: I would. I would honestly be a little bit annoyed internally,
0: but I probably wouldn't say anything. And, and what would be your internal conversation that you would have with yourself?
1: You're like, geez, really? Four o'clock turned into 4.20 real quick. I guess it's 4.20 somewhere.
0: <laughs> okay, now something else. Uh, you ask me how my weekend was. We get together on a Monday for lunch and you're like, oh, how's your weekend? And I was like, oh, really good, just busy. Walk me through your internal communication, your internal conversation that you have with yourself.
1: Busy doesn't tell me anything.
0: Yeah. So that's that's one of the things that I want to talk about is you know we're we're all giving these random bits of information. Uh, I'm I'm busy, or I was stuck in traffic. All these things don't really dive in deep. They're not taking ownership or responsibility of truly what you've done. If if I was being honest with you. Glenn, I know I'm supposed to meet you here at four. I'm meeting you here 20 minutes later because it took me a lot longer to get ready than I thought I would. And then, you know, when I was driving here, I missed the exit. And so I had to turn back around and that's why I'm late. If I tell you those things, you might still be annoyed, but I'm taking ownership. And how would you feel if I told you that was the reason why I was late?
1: I would still I would still be annoyed but I would appreciate the honesty. I might even make some suggestions.
0: Yeah, and isn't that interesting when we blame external forces we it, when we blame external forces it comes at the cost of our own reputation, our own word, our own reliability. Because if I tell, you know, we all have those friends that we always know are going to be late, and you and I have joked around that before where, where we have certain friends that, you know, if we need to be somewhere at 430, tell them we're supposed to meet there at four and they'll still show up at 430, you know, we, yep. we have those friends and, and that's what happens to your reputation. You do things enough times and that becomes who you are. That's how people start defining you is based off of your results. If I'm always late, Glenn's going to know I'm always late. And that's the expectation that he has of me. And so what happens if I show up early? What? What are you doing here? You're here on time. That's not like you. But if I'm here, you know, it it takes a long time for you to build that up to work on your respect level and your relationship. And so, Glenn, when it comes to excuses, why do you think people do that? Why, why is it easier for us to say, I'm not going to take ownership of it? I've got my backpack full of excuses. Let me pull one out and give it to you.
1: No one ever wants to be the bad guy to admit they were wrong, right? Um, I mean, I've got this one friend that said, you know what? Let's, let's go work out together, Glenn. I go, okay, I'll meet you here at this time. This friend never shows up or every time would cancel on me. And I would call them out on it. Hey, look, man, I ended up working out alone and it's really hard for me to stay focused. You promised you'd be there. Why weren't you there? Oh, man, sorry. Uh, I had this come up and wasn't able to make it. Like, okay, well, you could have called.
0: Yeah, what are some well, other instances that... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, you know... It, it... There's, I, I forget, I forgot that we even had this. Well, why did you forget something we had been planning for weeks? And, you know, it just builds up, right? It can create a lot of animosity. It, it tells someone that you do not trust them, that you do not appreciate them, that you do not care about their feelings or their needs. And giving that excuse lessens that feeling on yourself, but makes that other person
0: resent you more.
1: So really all you're doing is trying to spare your own feelings.
0: Yeah, because if I tell you something and then backtrack on it and, and I'm not honest with you about it, you're right. I'm trying to make myself feel better. But what's it at the cost of? And in this case, it's the cost of our relationship. My respect for you, for for your time, your energy, and our relationship. Because I have no problem lying to you at this point. And so when it's
1: sad, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And so when when you have a relationship like that, how do you how do you be honest with them at at that point? Because you know, you, you want them to know what you did hurt me. And this is why.
1: That's it's different with each relationship because you know exactly what you can do with some people and maybe you don't know what you can do with others. Like right now I could probably just come out and tell you if I had a problem with you and you'd be, Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, but other friends that I've had in the past, if I had come out and said, dude, you're annoying the hell out of me with this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They would have walked away and it probably would have ended the friendship. Or they would have just shut it down and not done anything about it.
0: Yeah. And that's something that, you know, you and I have been friends long enough and our relationship, you know, what you're saying is is absolutely true. We're We're at... A part in our relationship where we can be open and honest with each other. And, and we have been, we've had awkward conversations with each other, but walked away having improved our relationship because of it. And when you let someone know, you know, hey, you're, you're always late and it, it just makes me feel like you don't value my time. And there, there's two, two ways that most people are going to react. The majority of, other people are just going to say, Oh, sorry about that. Like, yeah, you know, thanks for letting me know. I'll, I'll improve on that. And just leave it at that. And it doesn't impact them whatsoever. It's almost like they're entirely dismissive of the entire thing. One of the things that I like to do is maybe being late is, is a bad example, but if I'm doing other things that, you know, negatively impact you and, and you speak up to me about it, I'm going to ask you if you can name uh, examples of of when I've behaved that way, and it's not coming from an accusatory point. Well, Glenn, yeah, if that's the case, then prove to me when I did all these things. No, I'm behaving in a way that, whether deliberately or ind- or uh, undeliberately, has affected you. By you letting me know it's affecting you, I mean I'm behaving this way, regardless, I'm, I'm not doing it on purpose to hurt you, but I have, and I need to know what it is so I can be aware of it myself. And I think so few people are willing to do that and not take full responsibility for it. Right.
1: Most definitely.
0: Because it's, it's hard for us to, to admit that again, we messed up, you know, going back to that backpack full of excuses thing. It's, it's, I'm going to tell you all day long, it's not my fault. This is why. And we see it all across the board. You go up to someone and say, you know, are you living your ideal life right now? No, I'm not. Great. What are some things that have held you back from you being your ideal self? And every single time I've asked people that,
1: It's always something external.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Very rarely are
1: people like, my boss boss wouldn't promote me. Oh, I don't get any opportunities to show off my skills. It's the white man holding me down. What? Yeah. There's nothing in there that says what you did or did not do to make yourself a better success.
0: Absolutely. And one of the, one of the first things I do Uh, in the the, uh, seminar environment is the very first module that we do is called Ownership. Unless you take ownership of your life, and I'm talking about 100% ownership, you have to give up the blame. It is nobody's fault but your own. I don't care what it is. You have to take responsibility because the moment you take full responsibility for everything that happens in your life, Even if you're walking down the street and a a car veers off the road and hits you, you have to take responsibility for it. And I'm not talking about from a legal standpoint, but you were walking that street that day. If you were, maybe if you were on time somewhere else, you would be a few seconds ahead and that car would have missed you. I mean, I'm, you know, there's going to be some people who disagree with me wholeheartedly, and will fight me for it. And and that's on them. If if you want to meet me in the seminar environment, let's throw down. That's my boxing ring. But um but you know, the moment you take full responsibility for your life, what you're doing is you are not allowing other people to hold you back. And that is the greatest freedom that there is. Uh this this podcast is is a perfect example. Glenn, I think when when you came on board, I think there were like six, seven of us who were a part of this. And, you know, now it's just you and I. And when when people started leaving, you know, for, for various reasons, or, you know, I mean, when, when this podcast just wasn't a part of their long-term plan, you and I had an open, honest conversation with each other. And I said, Glenn, like, I didn't want to let you know how I felt about it. I wanted no influence to you. So I said, How do you feel about it? And you said, You still want to do it. I said, Great. I do too. Let's do it. It would have been easy for both of us to say, You know what? Like, hmm, it's just not the same anymore. We used to. Do shots on air and we used to have like, you know, big dinner parties and stuff like that. And we, we don't do that anymore. It's just not fun or, you know, wh- whatever the case is, it would have been very simple for you to do that.
1: Well, but to be honest, you guys did the
0: shots on air. <laughs> you had shots of water every now and then. Yeah. Shots of water. <laughs> That's not the same. And you know it, but you know, I mean, it would have been very easy for you to say, I don't really want to do this anymore because of all these external things, but you dug d- deep inside yourself and said, you know what? This is bringing value to my life. This is bringing value to our relationship. I'm still on board. And from that and moment on, you took ownership of the GYST podcast.
1: And I think that's key in the excuses battle. If you truly value something, you're not going to make excuses. I truly you know, value your, your friendship, bro. I'm not going to make excuses to you. If I do, you're going to call me out and I'm going to go, you know what? You're right. I fucked up. So that's that's key. If you truly value someone, don't make excuses. Now, be it, open, be honest, and then work to be a better person.
0: Now Glenn, when you take a look at successful people versus people who are not successful in any avenue of life, whether it's financial, relationships, health, whatever have you, what do the people who are successful do when it comes to, I'm I'm not even going to say the word excuse. I'm going to say an explanation for an undesired behavior. Getting official here. Uh, (laughs) what, what is the difference between those two that you've noticed?
1: And there's so many great examples out there. You know, anyone can sit back and say, it's not my fault. Someone else did this to me. But the people who don't say that, who actually take ownership of their lives, they are more successful people. They reach their goals. And if they don't, they don't blame someone else. They look at what they did or didn't do reach their goal and they work to improve themselves those people always have a more fulfilling and happier life even if they struggle It's those people that make excuses constantly they're the ones that sit back and that's all they can do is complain their life is never fulfilled their life is never happy they're always upset about something i kind of call them the uh the karens in the uh (laughs) self-reliance world are always asking to see the manager because the food's never right for them. Mm-hmm. Yet they're not realizing that they're the cook for their own meal.
0: Mm. Yeah, and when you live a life where you do not take responsibility for your own life, what happens is you don't realize the impact that you can make On yourself and what happens Turned
1: yourself into a victim that's what you've done is Mm. you've successfully turned yourself into a victim you can never win you've put yourself in that state of mind where you can never win because of something else rather than i'm going to succeed in spite of that something else you've put yourself in a negative mindset where you're always going to lose and Mm. that's the hardest mindset to get out of there ask Any of these top influencers out there, you know, probably one of the best influencers for self-reliance that I've ever come across, Larry Elder or Thomas Sowell. If you guys want to listen to some people talk about self-reliance and owning your life, owning your decisions, talk about these two men who grew up in the deep South during a time when Jim Crow was in effect. They were, you know, definitely put in a, in a position where they were met with racism at every outcome. And they could have sat back and said, you know what, I'm, never, I'm not going to make anything of my life because the laws are the way they are right now. They could have done that very easily. So that's the way the laws were designed at that time. But they said, no, we're going to make something out of our lives. Two of the most influential Af- African Americans here in the States right now.
0: Mm. Mm. Glenn, you, everything you just said was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it, it's so true though, because the moment you start blaming external things and not taking responsibility for your life, all you're doing is allowing other people to hold you back. It's, it's not my fault. Here's why. And when you get into let, let that... me
1: Let me rephrase that. Oh, you. yeah. You're not you're not allowing them to hold you back. You're holding yourself back mm. and blaming them for it. Mm. They aren't physically holding you back. They aren't putting obstacles in your way. You're tripping yourself up and blaming them because your shoes were untied.
0: Hmm. Man, Glenn, do you like, mm. Man. I would give you a hug right now if we were rec- back in the studio. Uh, but it's so true because, you know, if you, if you take a look at some of the successful people in life, you know, uh, l- let's just take Elon Musk, for example. I think, right, at least in the time of this recording, he is the richest man in the world. He got that way because he doesn't allow excuses, in his own life, in other people's lives, it would have been very easy for him to say, "Why do I want to develop SpaceX when NASA is already doing it? Why do I want to develop cars like Tesla when there are all these other car manufacturers out there?" Even smaller things will get in their way. Jeff Bezos started selling books. Barnes and Noble and Borders and uh, you know a couple other bookstores were. Everywhere. Every mall, every airport. I mean, they were everywhere. And he's just selling books out of his garage. And and take a look now. We all have excuses that we can give on why we are not living our ideal life. But from the moment that you give your excuse and it's not internal, you are restricting your own life. Real power comes from the fundamental understanding that you can make a difference. And when you take personal development, which is what this podcast is all about, someone asked me recently, what is personal development? I said, easy. It's two things. You believe these two things, you believe in personal development. Number one, you believe tomorrow can be better than today. Super easy to do. But number two is the hardest, and that's understanding that you can do something about it. That's all personal development is. Believing tomorrow can be better and believing that you've got the power to do it. And the moment you give an excuse, what you're doing is you're robbing yourself of number two because you're saying, I don't have the power to do it. I have to have all these other external things in order to make it happen. It's a sense of entitlement.
1: (laughs) Mm. God. Entitlements.
0: I hate entitlements. Man, we need to do an episode just about that because I, I think there's a lot of people who have a sense of entitlement, but ag- but again, they don't realize that they're doing it. They don't realize that they, they feel this way. You know, and in, in a perfect example is uh the the company I work for. I'll use this one as an example. Uh, last year, actually, no, never mind. I'm going to save it because Glenn, I think we should do an entire episode on entitlement. What do you say? Definitely. I'm down. All right. Let me make this note. Excellent. I've got it down. Um, so, Glenn, one of the things that this was um, before we really started exploring this concept when it was just uh, Kyle and I. And I'd, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. So, before I say anything, what do you think is a difference or do you feel that they're the same when I say these two words, excuse versus reason. So here's the reason for something. Here's an excuse for something. What, what are, are those two the same for you? Are they different?
1: No, they're different. And here is why an excuse is made up to make you feel better about your mistake. A reason is a description of what actually happened. Like the reason for me showing up late is I slept in. That's my reason. I fucked up. You're owning it. But the excuse comes in when you say, well, my alarm didn't go off and then... No, um, my my shower didn't heat up fast enough. Well, that just means you got up too late or you stayed up too late the night before. I slept in because I made a mistake. I didn't set my alarm and I didn't make sure that I took my commitments seriously. That's a reason. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between the two. There's a very big marked difference. Problem is most people don't understand that there is a difference and they will say they're giving you a reason when they're actually giving you an excuse.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, with that, what do successful people do and what does the average person do?
1: The successful person will own their mistakes. They'll get up. They'll dust themselves off. You know what? I fucked up. I'm going to improve. They take steps to improve themselves. The average person, they make that excuse. They become the victim in their own mind. They trap themselves in that same pattern over and over.
0: And what, what do you feel? Is you know the, I I think you know I I keep bringing this up. I think one of the things that I want to focus on is there's so many things that we do that we don't even realize we're doing them. And so, you know, what are some behaviors that people do that that maybe they don't even see that is like that where they are holding themselves back or coming up with excuses or reasonings, and they don't realize it themselves.
1: Well, for those people, if I hear the excuses, I've gotten into the habit of asking, is this an excuse or an actual reason? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Are you in control of your life? Or are you giving control over to imagined forces? Can you make your own decisions? Or are you... Giving over the decisions to other people who don't really exist.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and what what do you think? The
1: people that- the people making these imagined decisions for yourself, they're not actually making the decisions. You have the power over your over your life, over your choices, over what you do. So what you're doing is you're making an imaginary bad guy that you can just sit back and say, well, they made that decision for me. I couldn't do anything about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So if successful people take ownership and unsuccessful people don't, why do you think that is?
1: It's the human condition, man, to look for the easiest way out of things. And it's easier to point at someone else and say it's their fault than it is to admit that you fucked up. Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, as, as we kind of wrap things up, if you had to give advice to people on... The reasons why they should take ownership of their life. What would you tell them?
1: I would tell them, if you want to be successful, you have to stop making excuses. Never give an excuse for what you've done. If you have to explain anything, you're doing it wrong. Instead, you should be doing your best to follow through with everything you do. If you fail, apologize and improve. That's all you should be doing. If you come out with any other, well, this happened because of, if you have to say it was because of, you're doing it wrong.
0: And that's a fantastic trigger word.
1: It is. It's a very fantastic trigger word. If you say because, or It was all because of, it wasn't my fault. You're giving in to a victim mentality. Hmm. You will never win with a victim mentality. Get your head out of your own ass. Admit when you fuck up and look for success. Walk towards success by saying, I'm sorry. My fault. I
0: will improve. Mm. Whew. Well, Glenn, as we, as we wrap up this episode, I, I think you did a fantastic, fan, uh, I think that you've done a fantastic job in, in wrapping things up. And, you know, as, as we go through these episodes, we're, we're not just chiming in on stuff that, that we feel strongly about. We're chiming in on stuff that we've done ourselves. Both Glenn and I have taken open, honest looks at our lives. We've seen the things that are working, the things that aren't working. And, you know, going back to what is personal development, one, it's knowing tomorrow can be better, and two, knowing that you have the power to do something about it. And in both cases, these are things that we're doing. We're taking a look at our life and and changing things and, and making things better and improving things. And the more you do that, the more you realize that by just saying, you're right, I'm owning it, your life is going to change dramatically. One quick example is at work. I'm in a situation to where for our greater team, I'm the lead. If somebody else, and, and this has happened multiple times, somebody else messes up on the team. Again, I'm not the manager. I'm just the lead. I'm just the team lead. But I respond back saying, this is on me. I'm taking ownership of it. Here's what I'm going to do to improve it. I don't, it it could be very easy to say, it's not my fault, it's Jennifer's fault or whatever. But what is that going to do? That's going to make me look weak as a leader. And I think people have the opposite idea in their head. They think that if I don't take any of the blame and I say this is where the blame lies, I'm going to come out as a stronger leader. No, that's false. That's not true. If somebody tells me, it's not. it wasn't my fault, it was so-and-so, I'm going to consider them weak, either consciously or subconsciously. Take ownership of your life. Understand that you have the power to do something about it and that you can make a difference. Give up those excuses. It's going to be one of the hardest things you will ever do in your life. But a fantastic call to action is this. Write down your current circumstances in life. Everything from your health, your wealth, your friendships, your relationships, write everything down. And is it your ideal? And if it's not, write down why you think it's not. And of all the things that you wrote down, how many of them are truly things that you were in control of? And how many times did you blame other people, other circumstances? You blamed blamed politics. You blamed uh, taxes. You blamed the government, whatever, whatever. How many times do you blame things that you are not in control of and understand that by having that mindset, you are holding yourself back from truly living an exceptional life. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening in to another episode of the GYST podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.